Hey, this is Taylor, and welcome back to another message from Elevate Retake. We are in our Deep Calling Journey sermon series, and this message is titled, The Journey Begins, and it is preached by Pastor Danny Verdugo. A key text we will be taking a look at is found in Psalm 25, verses 4 through 5, and it reads, Show me the right path, O Lord. Point out the road for me to follow. Lead me by your truth and teach me, for you are the God who saves me. All day long, I put my hope in you. And your question to think about and ponder as you listen to this message is, does your journey have a destination? Heavenly Father God, uh, Lord, today we want to lift up Remington and her family. Lord, you know the trouble that is going on with her mother. You know the sickness that she is going through. Father God, you are the healer of healers, and we just pray that you extend your healing hand over her. We we pray that you be present in her family, that you fill them with peace, with comfort during this difficult time, and that you guide them during this difficult path that they are on. Lord, if we are able to uh, extend a helping hand, we just pray that you make that opportunity evident to reach out to them in encouragement and in prayer. Thank you for your many blessings. We pray this in your name. Amen. Well, good morning, church. Good morning, Elevate family. Uh, my name is Danny Verdugo. I'm a student uh, intern here at Elevate at the Keene Church. I go to Southwestern Adventist University. Any Southwesterners? Woo, yes. All right. Uh, I just want to say thank you, thank you to uh, Pastor Michael for giving me the opportunity to speak here today. Uh, to Pastor Swoops at Southwestern, he has guided us through this deep calling journey that Pastor Kayla and I have been uh, embarking on this past week, as well as YG over there, Pastor Allen in Arlington. Uh, he has also been a huge, huge support. So thank you to each and every one of you. So we've embarked on this deep calling journey on uh, what it means to have a closer relationship with God and a closer relationship with those around us and how to be a disciple and how to grow disciples. And if you have no idea what this deep calling journey is, Don't worry, we have it all recorded for you. You can go ahead and watch it on the Elevate YouTube page. We go ahead and and invite you to check it out. It's thisiselevate.org, and you can find all the past messages from this past week and resources and all of that is there, okay? Thank you so much. Um, Let's go ahead and look into Scripture. We read the Scripture reading for today. It was Psalm 25 four and five. If you have your Bibles, please open them, turn them with me, or if you have, want to just look on the screen, or if you want to turn on your Bibles, if you have it on your phone, go ahead and read along with me. It says, show me the right path, O Lord. Point me out the road for me to follow. Lead me by your truth and teach me, for you are the God who saves me. All day long, I put my hope in you. Let's uh, invite the Holy Spirit to be with us here today. Father God, Lord, thank you so much for this opportunity, this blessing to be here in your house of worship today. Thank you for allowing us to go on this journey with each other, to go on this journey with you, and thank you for always being present in our lives. Father, I just pray that today you speak through me, that I may hide behind your cross, that you be lifted up and I be reduced. May your words be my words. May the Holy Spirit descend in this place. We pray this in your name. Amen. All right. So we asked the question, right? Does your journey have 
a destination. And so I know we've all had our own form of journey at some point or another, whether you are just very, very young, right? Or if you are, have a legacy, we can call it that, right? If you're a little bit older, we have all gone through some sort of journey. Some of you are going to embark on a new journey. Some of you are graduating very, very soon. Where are my seniors at? Yes, y'all ready, I bet. Yes, you guys are ready. You guys will embark on a new journey coming up very soon. You'll be starting your careers. Some of you getting married. Yes, Eliel. Yes, sir. Some of y'all getting married. Some of you are going into college. You're going to be going into college for the first time. Some of you are going to be, getting, uh, are going to be starting new jobs, new experiences. And a very real recent journey for my wife and I, Maria, was our move, our trip here to Texas. And so I want to show you guys a little clip of the first few moments of our journey, our drive over here to Texas. It was a, I believe it was a Thursday morning. Yeah, we can go ahead and show that clip. So it is 5.30 in the morning. It's already bright because it's Arizona. And this is all of our stuff and more in the back. So uh, we're excited, we're happy, we're gonna get some coffee and then we're, hit, we're gonna hit the road. To Disneyland. To Disneyland. <laughs> Just kidding, we're going to Texas. All right, keep us in your prayers. Thanks everyone. I promise I was excited, all right? I know I didn't look it, but I promise I was excited. I was hoping we would really like stop at Disneyland, but we were coming out to Texas. As you can see, we tried to fit everything that we possibly could, everything that we had into our car. I think it was mostly Maria's uh, shoes, but that's okay. Uh, just kidding. Love you, babe. Yes. We can take all the shoes you want. Um, no, I promise you, we were, we were excited. But on that journey, we had no idea what to expect. We knew we were going to work at summer camp out in Lake Winnie Ranch, but we didn't know where we would live. We didn't know if they had food. We, we hoped they had food, right? We didn't know anything. We were just unsure of the future that was, was ahead of us. But we took off that morning, very early in the morning. And so the, the preparations that took place even before we even drove off seemed to be a journey in itself, right? Some of you that have driven very long distances or like moved from one home to another, you guys understand. Ruben, I mean, you guys just moved. You know the, the struggle, right? Packing everything, sorting through your clothes, saying, what do I need? What do I not need? What shoes do I need? What do I not need? Um, going through all that, packing it up, and then playing Tetris, right, in your car, trying to fit everything and trying to uh, 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 even out the weight. And even, you know, going through the vehicle, making sure all the fluids are good, all the belts, you know, are in good shape, the tire tread is still good, the tire pressure, all that stuff, you want to be safe on the road. Even the essentials, right, good Spotify playlists, yeah, yeah, you guys know how important that is for long trips, right? Snacks, all this stuff, the coffee runs. And even that, all this preparation didn't even start this 16-hour drive from Phoenix to Texas. That in itself was a journey. And so I remember when we arrived, the first thing that someone, when we arrived here in Texas, the first thing that someone asked me is like, did you stop at a Bucky's? And yeah, there he is. And I was like, who's Bucky? We, obviously, we didn't stop during the trip. I was like, who's Bucky? And he's like, Bucky the beaver. And so, (laughs) 
then I realized, you know, I got to, you know, once we lived in Texas for a little bit, I got to realize that, you know, Whataburger and Bucky's is like church to Texans, right? <laughs> Don't come at me. I'm sorry. I didn't know what a Bucky's was. And so I asked him, you know, what's the big deal about Bucky's? He's like, you know, Bucky's isn't really a destination or a highlight of the trip. But he says, for me, it makes me feel like it's the trip has truly begun. Once we stop at a Bucky's, we can use the fancy, nice restrooms. They're super clean. You never have to wait for a gas pump. You get the kolaches and the, and the nuggets and all the whatnot, right? It's like, that's when it feels like the trip has truly begun. Bucky's reassures you that you are on the right journey. At least, you know, you know that you aren't wandering around. But the Bible tells us of a chosen people that were wandering around for quite a few years. I invite you to turn with me to Exodus 35, 4 and 5. So it says here, Then Moses said to the whole community of Israel, This is what the Lord has commanded. Take a sacred offering for the Lord. Let those with generous hearts present the following gifts to the Lord. So God spoke to Moses, right? And he said, hey, tell the children of Israel to build something for me and take up an offering, right? It was a bunch of uh, fancy metals and fancy stones, right? Gold, silver, bronze. They also took up olive oil. They also took up uh, acacia wood, right? Like all this nice fancy stuff. And he said, hey, bring this to me in an offering. Take up an offering of what the people have and that are willing to give. Verse 10 says, come all of you who are gifted craftsmen. Construct everything that the Lord has commanded. So God not only asks, hey, if you are willing and able to give, right, these precious items, go ahead and give. But if you have been gifted with craftsmanship, if you have been gifted with the ability to create, to build, go and, and provide these services as well to the Lord. So what were they making? You guys know? The tabernacle, right? They were building this dwelling place. God was making preparations so that he may live and walk among the people of Israel. Exodus 35, 20 and 21 says, So the whole community of Israel left Moses, right? After he told them, you know, this is what God says. Go ahead and do all this. So they left and they, and they returned to their tents. And all whose hearts were stirred and whose spirits were moved came and brought their sacred offerings to the Lord. They brought all the materials they needed for the tabernacle, for the performance of rituals, and for the sacred garments. So they brought everything that God asked, right? The gold, the silver, the bronze, the, 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 the goat skins, you know, for whatever that was for, oil, acacia wood. And so the construction then began. Exodus 36, 3 and 5, it continues. You guys keeping up? Yeah? Okay. Exodus 35, 36, 3 and 5 says, But the people continued to bring additional gifts each morning, right? And so finally these people that were in charge of building uh, uh, the tabernacle, finally the craftsmen who were working on the tabernacle, they came to Moses and they reported, they said, The people have given more than, any, uh, than enough materials to complete the job the Lord has commanded us to do. They were giving far more than what was needed. Over, because of the blessings that God had given to the children of Israel, they were now blessing the Lord, bringing these offerings before him. And so finally, it was built. It was finished. A space for God to dwell among his people. 
Exodus 40, 34 and 38 says, Then the cloud covered the tabernacle, and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. 38, the cloud of the Lord hovered over the tabernacle during the day, and at night fire glowed inside the cloud so the whole family of Israel could see it. This continued throughout all their journeys. Throughout all their journeys. It didn't say that the journey stopped once they built the tabernacle, that that was the end, right? What does it say? That he continued to walk among them, to dwell among them, to be in communion with them all throughout their journeys, all throughout their wanderings. Bringing in the materials seemed to be like a journey in itself, right? Bringing in all these offerings seemed to be a journey in itself. Just think about it, all the hours that it could have taken to to build all these parts of the tabernacle, to create it, to melt it down, all these metals, and to build each part of their tabernacle. Just think of all the hours that it could have taken the people to hand sew all of the garments that the priests had, right? Just think of all the time, all the hours that was dedicated to this place. Yet it was merely the start, the beginning of this long, long journey. God was now in the midst of them. That's the beauty of it, right? God was now living among them. He was walking alongside them in this journey. The Israelites would never walk alone. The materials for this tabernacle was simply a step in the process to walk closer with God. And so this past week, we looked at the eight calls that God has in our life. This past week, every day, we were, we were looking deeper into what it means to have these calls into our life, to, to grow in rhythm with God and walk closer with him. And in turn, once we are in rhythm with God and we align ourselves with him, we can then share it with others. So the call to devotion. The call to devotion, we looked at what it means to create that space, be available for God to work in us. The devotional isn't for God to, for us to say, I want to do this for you, God, but saying, I'm going to be available, I'm going to be open so that you can work in my life. The call to prayer. We looked at the call to prayer as certainty. In this world of uncertainty, in this world of we not knowing what the next step is, for us, we had no idea where we would live when we drove over here. Prayer provides a glimpse of certainty in our lives. It is God is the only thing that is certain and that will continue forever on. The call to rest, the beauty of Sabbath rest, us delighting and stopping and pausing a little bit and being in the presence of God, the importance of rest. A call to community. This is a community, amen? The Elevate family is a community. The importance of having one another and, and leaning in on one another and just growing together. The call to healing. Many of us are going through difficult, difficult situations. And God is our ultimate healer. But we also looked at the importance of that he has placed people on this earth. He has placed uh, people that are willing to help. Counselors, therapists spiritual guides, pastors that are there to help us heal along the way. The call to witness, we looked at God has given us a call as Christians, as Adventists, to go out and spread the gospel, right, to all the corners of the earth, 
And God said, you're going to go alone, right? No. I will be with you as you are witnessing for me. Each and every one of us has a story. The call to serve. This is one of my favorites. I love what this church does. Lift once a month. We have it out there. We are serving the community. And there's many, many ways that you can serve those that are in need. And finally, the call to bless. We are called to celebrate, to affirm, to build each other up, not to tear each other down. So we looked at these eight calls that God has in our life. And these were simply materials. These were simply offerings that they're there to help us in our walk to be in closer proximity to God. So the journey has never been about the destination, but about traveling side by side with him. Do you wish to dwell with Jesus today? We're going to be talking about answering the call, the final call that God has in our lives. Are you willing to create space for him? Are you willing that, to, to say, I want to walk beside you? You know, God didn't ask the Israelites to give me far more than what you can. He understood what they could give, right? And he asked them, give me only what you can. Give me only what you can handle. And only give out of the goodness of your heart. If today you want to tell God, God, I am willing to give you all that I have, all that I can handle, and it's coming from the goodness of my heart. Because that is what God is asking of us today. He meets you where you are, and he truly, the only thing he wants to do is walk alongside of you, and he wants to live by you. He wants to just dwell among you, and for us to delight in him. He did this with the Israelites And he wants to do this with me and with you. So if you want to ask God, if you want to accept him into your life and say, hey God, I want to walk side by side with you. I want to dwell with you forevermore, day in and day out. I invite you to stand up with me today. Don't worry, don't be shy. Everyone's doing it. If you're ready to say, God, I am tired of the uncertainty. I am tired of walking alone. I don't feel supported. I don't feel like I have a purpose or a calling in my life. God, I am giving my life to you. And I want you to fill my life with purpose and with a calling. Amen. Amen. Now, I'm going to make a special request here. We talked about community. And I truly believe that Elevate is a beautiful community. And I know there's many, many spiritual leaders and many, many people that are advanced, if you could say, in their spiritual walk. Those of you that consider yourself mentors or leaders or that are willing to say, I will walk right beside someone that maybe doesn't have that much experience or doesn't know how to pray, doesn't know how to study, but wants to give their life to Jesus, I invite you to come forward now. Come forward so everyone can see that they are supported Come forward so everyone knows that, that they have a support group, they have a community, that they are not going to be walking alone. I'll be doing a call to baptism right now, but before, I want everyone to see, amen, amen, that there are leaders, there are mentors, students, young adults, professionals that are already willing to say, I will walk alongside you. You are not going to be alone. If you decide to get baptized, 
Don't think we're just going to toss you out and say, good luck. We are willing to walk right beside you, grow together in community, and grow together with God. And finally, I'm going to make an appeal to baptism. For all those that the Holy Spirit is working in your lives, that God is calling you and he's telling you, come to me. Just invite me into your space. Just invite me into your camp. Allow me to dwell with you. Allow me to walk with you in all that you are going through. You don't need to journey alone. I invite you to come forward now. God has a calling in your life. God has a purpose in your life. And if you're willing to make that public declaration and say, God, I'm willing to surrender my life to you. I'm willing to make you the head of my life. I'm willing to to accept you into my life. And for those of you that are watching online, you can go ahead and scan that QR code and that will lead you to a form where you can go ahead and ask for baptism and we'll be in, in contact with you. Don't neglect the Holy Spirit, the call of God that he has in your life. If at any point in this service you would like to come up for baptism, Pastor Michael and the Elevate team is here up front willing to pray with you and connect with you. I'm excited because we have two baptisms here today. A friend of mine, she's getting baptized, and so I am super excited. God has worked wonders, amen? To close, I want to read once again our verse for today. Psalm 25, verses 4 and 5. Show me the right path, O Lord. Point out the road for me to follow. Lead me by your truth and teach me. For you are the God who saves me. All day long, for the rest of my life, for my entire journey, I put my hope in you. Let's pray. Father God, we know that with you by our side, we never need to journey alone. Father, we just put our complete hope in your hands. Here in this community, here in this space here today, we are declaring, God, that we want you, inviting you into our lives, and that we want you to make a space in our lives, and we want you to just walk side by side day by day. We put our complete trust in you. Father God, if there is anyone out there that is, is, is thinking of baptism, is, uh, that, that the Holy Spirit is working in their hearts, Father, I just pray that you continue to work in their hearts and that you just call them home. You call them home and you let them know that you have a purpose and a calling in their life. Thank you, Lord, for all the many blessings you have. pray this in your name. Amen. I love the fact that God's truth and his teaching powers were brought about in this message. It actually reminded me of one of my favorite verses in Psalm 86, verse 11, which reads, Teach me your ways, O Lord, that I may live according to your truth. Grant me purity of heart so that I may honor you. I love this idea of turning to God and learning from his truth and knowing that he has the right path for us. Sometimes it's hard to remember that, but it is, O 
so true. And, you know, a way for us to be able to understand that is spending a little bit of time with God each and every morning, meditating on His Word. This was such a blessing in my life, and I hope this sermon blessed you as well. I am really looking forward to sitting down with Pastor Danny and Pastor Michael and doing a little bit of a deeper dive into this message later this week. I hope you decide to tune in and listen to that. It will be awesome. Thank you so much for listening and supporting Elevate Retake, and we'll see you soon.